0: this Friday, Max. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Oh, man.
1: I'm pretty good. I got a couple of cold beers in front of me, and behind me right now is a beautiful, serene picture of the San Diego coastline.
0: Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. We're still here at the uh, Aviation Roost, and we're having a great time. We're learning a lot. Lots of cool stuff happening, and uh, we're excited today. I think this is a first for Flight Suit Friday. Yes, because uh, we have a C-130 crew
1: the uh awardees for the commander uh elmer f stone uh award that is issued and given by the coast guard aviation association for a pretty
0: badass fixed wing case that happens so so i know we have a few fixed wing listeners out there i apologize ahead of time for any dumb questions i'm not trying to be an ass i literally don't know so Uh, i'm just gonna gonna help i'm gonna jump on board on that (laughs) apology as well because i'm gonna ask some pretty stupid questions like what
1: are flaps like why? Why do you, why do you need? Fly? Why don't you just hover? I just I don't under I
0: don't understand that. I always
2: hover a plane yeah. once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, awesome. So yeah, with that, why don't you guys jump into it? Tell us a little bit uh, who you are and where you've been in the
3: Coast Guard. Cool. I'm um, uh, Tommy Humphrey, retired oh4 Um then 20 almost 24 years. Uh, enlisted for a little bit. Nice. And then, what was your uh, rate? Jumped over. I was a sweet BM. Nice. BM wow. one. one I got picked. One of the only uh, one of the only cool BMs. That's right. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. I got out in uh, officially retired in August of this year, and congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. And, uh, went on terminal in April, and ended up getting picked up by Delta Airlines. I've been flying with them since then, so about six months with Delta.
1: Sweet. So in the six months you've been flying with Delta, have you mastered your like intercom voice? Oh, absolutely <laughs>
3: not. No. Yeah. I like to say things like "prepare for." Uh, prepare for arrival when we're, when we're leaving, I screwed up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that, is
1: that your, like as the, as the, like the co-pilot, is that your job?
3: Most of the stuff the captain will say, but if you're flying, like if you guys switch off and you're pilot monitoring, then you'll kind of do the, like, Hey, we're 30 minutes out, getting ready to do our descent, yeah. you know, flight attendants, please prepare the cabin for departure yeah. or arrival, but yeah. I, I usually like to mix those up or like yeah. keep the people on their toes. Like, yeah. Wait, we're just now leaving?
1: Do you ever get a really cool like captain who comes on and it's like, I got this and then just it destroys it. And everybody oh, yeah. And yeah. Everybody yeah. And a lot of it. them will
3: have it like written down too. Oh, like have, they have really? their own little oh. script because they just all cheat sheets. Oh, yeah. Because they'll mess it up so much. So they'll have a little, that's, a little cheat they'll have it just written I'm a little disappointed. That's, that's like, a rookie move. That's yeah. disappointing <laughs> to hear
1: because when they usually crush it and I'm in the back of the plane, I'm like, this guy's gonna get scared. us there. safely. Yeah. 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 He just holds up
3: like a he has a, like on a tape and he just clicks the tape, hit play, and then just you hear the same thing over and over. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Man, that's disappointing. Um, yeah, well, that, that's I was awesome.
0: With AI, they just don't have a robot that does it all the time yep. now. Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I might have missed it. Where where air stations were you at?
3: Uh, see, flight school, and then I was uh, Elizabeth City. I was one of the first okay. nuggets on the J model um, in two thousand eight. Oh, nice at Elizabeth City. I was there four and a half years, and then went to. Um, VT three, uh, as an instructor in Pensacola. Then I was at the fit you for about a year there and then went back to the stand team in Elizabeth city. Um, flew there for three years. I was going to retire out of there and then COVID hit and I was about a month from retiring or from my terminal date. And I pulled my retirement letter and I was like, oh, uh, yeah. can you guys send me to Kodiak? They're oh. like, yeah, no problem. Here you go. But okay. you owe us two years. And so owed them two years for that, but we loved it so much. We ended up staying the full tour, full three years. And, uh, retired out of Kodiak. So that's great. Uh, how many flight hours do you have roughly? Um, I was just under, I think just under Uh, 5,000. That's not nice. Yeah. Yeah. 4,800, something
0: like that. Yep. And then obviously probably no problem getting hired by
3: a major airline and no, luckily I think it's that time of the time of this, the, the flow where all the airlines are really, yeah, the the cyclical, like right now is a great time to get hired. And So I had a few interviews and got CGOs from a few different companies and Delta was kind of my always number one, just based on, really just based on location. I want to be out of the Northwest and fly for an airline where I had the opportunity to maybe fly international at some point down the road. And And so that's why I kind of went with Delta and they're a great company and
0: um worked out well like every april do you just go ahead and do like an oer just because you miss it so much i do i actually do it more
3: i kind of remember like the oh two oh three oh one oh two days where you can do two yeah you get two uh, a year so i kind of just do that yeah your Your boss is
1: really confused when you're like hey here are my bullets do you want me to fill in any blocks and he's like you need to stop
3: doing this yeah yeah i just submit it to the chief pilot every every six months just to keep it fresh that's
0: funny. Oh, and no, yeah. no emails, no phone calls when you're off. Right? None of that. Nothing. Oh, we man. have
3: a dealt email. It specifically says in the contract that we're not not required to check it ever. Sweet. So,
0: yeah. And
3: how, I still have that habit of checking it though and erasing all the ones. Just oh yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: How, how has it been? You know, I, sometimes I feel like people are like, oh, I can't wait to get out of the Coast Guard. I can't wait. And then some people are like, yeah, this is exactly what I thought it was. Or, hey, maybe not quite. It's uh, been, what was your experience?
3: Um, getting, uh, when I was going to retire in 2020, I was kind of at the point where I still enjoyed it and still was, you know, You know, that was the thing everybody was doing. It was that time where, you know, you got out at 20 and you went to the airlines. And so when I stayed in a few more years, I was I was glad I did. Um had an amazing time in Kodiak. But at the end of that tour, um, I just knew it was kind of my time. Like, hey, I've done, you know, it's been almost 24 years and it's definitely time that I'm kind of getting tired of the OERs and, you know, all the duty standing and stuff like that. So I was definitely ready um at that time. And then going over, you know, you always hear the grass is greener on the other side and it. It is having that, having that retirement check, you know, if like world comes to, you know, crap and you can like still work at Lowe's, yeah. you know, make a yeah. living and Walmart greeter. Exactly. Yeah, And so having that, uh, in the back pocket is nice. So I didn't have to make some of these guys have to make the decision like, Hey, I'm at 15 years or my, you know, my time is up. Do I get out? You know, and I don't envy those guys. That's a hard decision. Do I temp set? Do I go to the reserves? You know, yeah. like at least we have the reserves option now, but, um, I was glad that when I made that decision, I was already guaranteed my 20 or going to go. I was, I knew I was already going to do 20. Yeah. So um, I started to think about it in uh, 2017 um, during my second tour and realized, I think that was the direction I wanted to go. So, but yeah, some of these guys getting out at 12 years and I'm like, I, that's not an easy choice to make. So you, know, you yeah. really got to weigh the pros and cons because sure. the, the industry is pretty volatile. You know, like it, it could, you could have another 911. you could have, you know, the, another uh, economic downturn and then all of a sudden furloughs and hiring freezes go into effect. So so you never know, but um, right now it's great. You know, first year pay is never, is not fun, but you have a little bit of savings yeah. to help you out through that first year um, or that retirement, you yeah. know, pension to help cushion you. It's, it's pretty good. So, and the lifestyle so far, uh, it was a lot of, you know, just like learning any new aircraft. It was yeah. a big fire hose up the front. And there's a lot of new stuff to learn with the 121 world and yeah. how that works. Um, but. You catch on super fast and then, you know, after three months it's like second nature to you. So yeah. that's
1: awesome. And yeah. then so you are uh it is co-pilot the correct term? First officer. First officer, yep. okay. And what like that that progression, how long till
3: uh so the first officer to captain varies with each airline. Yeah. Um right now with Delta it's pretty fast. Like the requirement is um a thousand hours of PI or sorry, a thousand hours of one twenty one time. So Obviously, you've come from military. We have no 121 time. What um, is what is that? 120 part 121, um, pretty much the the far that governs all commercial aviation. Okay. So, um, so like you know, you're flying for SkyWest or yeah. Horizon or you know or any of those. Which so is commercial time. Commercial time, okay. pretty much. Yeah. Um, not there's all different kinds of commercial time, but yeah. yes, uh, like ATP, you know, flying passengers gotcha. commercial Okay. Time. So, um, so as long as you have a thousand hours, so there's guys that I in my. Delta class or 24 years old have like, you know, got their minimums to get hired by Delta. And they have already, obviously, they've been flying for, you know, regional. Yeah. So they have that time. So they can jump to captain as soon yeah. as they want. Yeah. Um, right now, it's about a probably two, two and a half year wait okay. until, until I get those hours and I, and I decide I want to go. And but, then is it
1: like a syllabus, like the aircraft commander syllabus? Or? It's
3: kind of, so you can switch planes. So if you stay in the same plane, yeah. um, it's like a two week course. If you, um, Wow! if you decide like, Hey, I bid for captain, I want to be a captain of a, you know, 737 yeah. of wherever. And then you just do an, a whole new course, which is yeah. about four weeks um, down in Atlanta. But, um, I know that, uh, United right now is hiring direct captains. So if you have that time already, you can pretty much go right into well, a captain, yeah. but, a captain spot. So, nice. um, but those other airlines, I think, um, there, you know, it takes maybe seven, eight years until you can move up. I think, I don't want to quote, but I think Southwest is a little longer. Yeah. Um, um, uh, as talking to a few buddies, I don't know if that's changed, but it usually was about seven, eight years until yeah. you got to move to the left seat. But, um, yeah, it just depends on the airline and is there like an would,
1: aircraft everybody wants to fly? Uh,
3: I think, I think a lot of guys tend to want to go towards the wide bodies, okay. um, for like big international flights, you cool. pays more. Yeah. Um, some people don't, some people just want to stay away from, they don't want to do the, you know, 15 different time zone changes in yeah. six days or or any of that stuff. So, or the super long flights, some guys want to stay local and and just, you know, keep it within one or two, two uh, time zones. So uh, teach their own. Everybody has like kind of their niche. And that's what's nice about the airlines is you always, you have, like if you decide like down the road, Hey, I want to fly wide bodies. I can go fly an Airbus 330 out of Seattle and hit Tokyo or, or London. It's 4,000 miles both ways. So you're bouncing back and forth. So interesting. Yeah. 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 That's
1: really cool. I can't wait to high five you next time I see you. Jeff
3: yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Yep. Yeah.
0: Peek
1: in, peek yeah. in. Just look up there. Yeah, yeah. I'll be let me there. Uh, let me let me take the landing. Yeah, yeah, you got
0: yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think we could land it as a as a helicopter pilot with 120 hours? Of, Are you talking about that
1: time? that fantasy that you have every time you step in an aircraft and you're like, is there a pilot on board? <laughs> and you're like, I, got it. I mean, I did land yeah. the casa. I, think, I, think I have a lot have of Microsoft. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. yeah. What do you think? You think you think that like, if somebody said, "Is there a pilot on board?" and a
0: uh, dolphin No, hold on let's just set i'm just saying no injuries i don't care if the plane <laughs> flies ever again yeah. but just like everyone walks off on a jetway
3: i mean i on a jetway oh man not a jetway fine uh, not right, a jetway. let's like we're gonna have to put the slides <laughs> out yeah yeah, yeah that's <laughs> okay. fine yeah um I think I could do that way, but I feel like probably. I could land one of the those Airbus planes. a little auto land, different, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> auto. La- there's a there, button. Oh, all of them auto lands. Just hit the auto. So land yes, and <laughs> just let it go. So yeah, there Is there, there go, a pilot right? on board. Well, we <laughs> don't yeah. need a pilot. And there's actually. automatic braking too. So, yeah. it'll, it'll land, stop yeah. for you. We just we'll talk you in how to set it up Look, and just let yeah. it fly the whole thing. So, so yes, so yeah, you could yeah. do it.
0: So the jet bridge. We're digressing though. All right, let's move on. Hey, welcome to San Diego, man. Hey, man. yeah, no, thanks for having me. So for those who don't know me, my
2: name is David Siegel. David A T one. Still in the Coast Guard Station, Elizabeth City right now. Okay, uh, was nice. up in Kodiak with these two. Um, and yeah, at the time, uh, for the case we were on, MSO, uh, Examiner, but now switched over. Now I'm a load master for the C-130Js. Okay. Nice. Um, so my first unit was Elizabeth City. Then I went up to Kodiak, and now I'm back in Elizabeth City. City. Um, so three tours on the J model. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah.
0: MSO is a mission mission system, system operator. operator. Yep. Okay. Yes, yeah.
2: so right. we nice. operate the radios, operate the flare ball, and the camera. Um, we're just coordinating the whole mission. Basically, you know, hey, if we're doing overflight for a sixty-five, we're talking to sector, figuring out things that they need, talking to the boat ahead of time, getting them where they need to go. You know, if we're yeah. doing like a long-range offshore mission, that's awesome.
1: Why the switch? Why do you go to Drop Master then? Is that just um,
2: to Load Master or I, Load Master? You know, I done. Uh, so I've got two. Th- a little over 2000 hours yep. now. And I was a little, um, I feel, I feel like just too much time in the MSO mm-hmm. realm. I wanted something different. So something it's new. a good career
1: move to, yeah. to switch over. Yeah. And see I think different so. Things.
2: Um, more, more knowledge of the plane that's required of you. And I love the plane. So it was kind of a good fit for me. Yeah. I got to learn a lot more as well. Um, going into the syllabus and becoming a loadmaster. master. So, yeah. Um, I do have a a question um sure oh boy
1: no no this is this is actually <laughs> i what, love answering questions there are no dumb what's questions the, what's the uh duty composition for a uh 130j crew like uh seven people okay yeah. oh my
2: gosh so I, I i like to see how oh you've got the you know the two the microphones here but yeah so normally for the whole if the whole crew is here you'd have seven other people yeah uh here so you've got two pilots, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, a load master, you have two MSOs Mm -hmm. and then a drop master and a basic air crew member in the back. Okay. Um, holy cow. Yeah. So I happened to be a third MSO. Uh, I think we were just running out of BAs in our duty section at the Mm -hmm. time. So we just had three MSOs standing the MSO duty that day. So I was acting as one of the BAs in the back for the flight. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. Awesome. And, uh, when did you get into San Diego? Uh, I got here Monday. Okay. Yeah, a little bit earlier than than everyone else. Yeah. that's uh, awesome. Yeah, I was able to get here a little bit early and then tacking some leave on the back end. So awesome. I'll be I'll be leaving Wednesday yeah. next week.
0: It's a tough pl- It's a tough place to be. It's, yeah. It really is. I don't know how people live here. You I know. know? I don't know either. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, what, have, what have you been up to? Have you been doing anything or just soaking up the sun? Um, enjoying civilization again. Okay.
2: Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's nice <laughs> to be able to drive somewhere. Uh, you know, drive yeah. for more than half an hour. Yeah. And Any type
0: of food you want they got it
2: exactly. yeah yeah it's not oh the i guess the you know place down the road is closed for the week because something happened up in kodiak you know we didn't get our shipment of <laughs> yeah. this in or the mail barge hasn't made it in because the weather's too <laughs> bad yeah. 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 yeah that doesn't yeah. happen here no no. No. no yeah, yeah right <laughs> sweet well thanks um
1: thanks man happy yeah. to have you on looking forward to hearing about this story absolutely yeah josh
4: josh what's up hey what's happening Hey, uh, I'm Josh Carwell. I was the loadmaster on that flight, um, uh, AMT type. Uh, I got out in 2022. 20, Congrats. Of that year. So I've been out for over, a little a little more than a year.
1: Nice. Yep. How is it?
4: It's good and bad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, flying with these guys kind of set the bar pretty high. Yeah. So yeah. I'm working in the factory now for the C 130. And um, sorry.
1: Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're over, you're over in Lockheed.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah. Right? So um, in Georgia right now, uh, enjoy it. I was on the production line building plane for about nine months, yeah. and now I'm in sustainment. So any C-130J customer that is out there, we support. You know, we're in constant like contact with them, to include like the guys in the Coast Guard. Um, what, so we kind of have like a big aerial perspective of what they're doing in the world.
1: What unit? So what units have you been at during your career?
4: So I was pretty new as opposed to these guys. Um, I was Kodiak was my first actual rated unit. Oh, okay. Uh, out of A school. Yeah. Um, prior to that, it was on the East coast, Wallops Island.
1: Nice. Yeah. Okay. That's wild. So is it, it like, obviously day-to-day maintenance at a Coast Guard Air Station is a lot different than big picture product line. Like what, what do you like about this new job? Like that's super different than what you were doing before.
4: You get to see the new technologies coming out. You kind of see where you know the coast guard lives in a certain places as do other militaries uh-huh. um and they're all individual they're all separate they have their cultural differences yeah um and so we can kind of see the good the bad the ugly of all all of those involved yeah, yeah. and that's that's awesome i'm
1: just picturing like a massive
4: facility that has
1: just a bunch of c-130s it's impressive to the- is that is yeah. that literally it's it it's just yeah it's
4: i, I think they said it's like like, 70 football um, <laughs> fields, big. It's something oh
0: ridiculous. Gosh. It's insane. I feel yeah. like the way you were starting that sentence, like, I mean, it's, you know. That's just
3: just 70 football. football yeah, football they, big they big. don't provide enough bikes for you to get around. It's yeah. a lot of walking. That's I think a, there's, what, like 6,000 people that work there? Around. I was talking to one of the security guards. It's at, at one of their peaks, I think, when they were building the F-22, they had 26,000 people work in that factory 24 hours a day, just shift after shift.
1: Oh, my gosh. And it's
3: crazy. They were pumping out. That was the same factory that was pumping out B-24s, yeah. like, for World War Two, and they pump out, like, hundreds a day.
1: Yeah. And
3: it's, like, there's a bunch of tunnels underneath that they could move the factory down in the tunnels. Yeah. If, like, you know, if they're threat of getting bombed or something, you know. But it yeah. was, uh, it's a pretty cool facility. That's I'm sure.
0: normally not, like, a huge history buff, but for some reason, like, World War II aviation, like, yeah. hearing about, like, this... This factory right here was making B-24s. He's pumping them out. Just Kenny, you know that happens to men of a certain age, right? You get into smoking Dude, eats and sick. World War II history. <laughs> I know. Those are the two <laughs> things. That history channel on, <laughs> <laughs>
3: documentaries for <Dude>. anything <laughs> at your well, house. Like,
0: Getting ready for this trip is like, all right, I got to have, like, ibuprofen. I need tons. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got to make sure I yeah. got to get my pharmacy all packed up, <laughs> you know? So, like, I'm well on my and way, and your, I know you it. You got
1: your Blu-ray uh, World War II documentary oh packed up. Oh,
0: jeez. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah, well, should we, uh, should we sound this off? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. I think... I'm this is still slightly warm from yeah. before, but um, you keep buying these 4% beers that yeah. I refuse to drink. Yeah. And so I'm sticking with my Ale Smith Brewing Company, the Hazy IPA, 7.3%. Oh, that is Kenny approved. It is, yeah. yeah. Like you just need okay. to drink
3: these faster.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: um, uh, bottoms up. Yeah, I got, the, <laughs> uh, I got the Ballast Point Longfin here, Lager, um, another local beer, and um, I'm excited to try it. Do you know what a Longfin is? It's a tuna
0: yeah what kind of tuna bluefin tuna oh you're wrong my friend oh is it's albacore is it albacore oh yeah because they got the long fins long fins yeah long pictorial fins yeah so we used to fish for them quite a bit up in uh santa cruz and they get them down here as well so So. you're into fishing world war ii and smoking meats (laughs) the trifecta wow (laughs) yeah well yeah, I've seen my future here at the Roost. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's, it's not bad. It's man. coming. Yeah. You got to embrace it. Yeah. I don't think you you can't try to stop it because no. you can't. Yeah, you know. So. I can't wait to see your your
1: leather jacket next time with
0: all. Okay, the patches you know on what? It. We're gonna take a little moment, and uh, I will not allow you to sit here and just berate me. You brought a checkbook and balance your checkbook every <laughs> Dude, time we go out to <laughs> eat. And I'm like, yep. who who pays yep. with a Oh, do you guys take personal checks? <laughs> yeah. Like, no. And then everybody, everybody behind <laughs> me just starts frowning because yeah. now they have to wait for me.
1: What yeah. did I make the check out yeah. to? What's the name of oh, this oh, restaurant man. again?
0: All right. We got to keep moving on. Are you guys drinking anything over there? Uh, I'm doing the long nice. fin as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. All right. So let's, guys, let's jump into this case. It uh, sounds awesome. Uh, something that, like, we were talking about New World to us. So please kind of just set the stage what was happening and uh, how did we get there?
3: I think we were oncoming duty like weekend duty. I think it was a Saturday or something, but uh, oncoming. And uh, the, the prior crew was already out on a, um, on a medevac. They, they escorted the 60 out to pick up a guy that had cut himself pretty bad on a uh, fishing boat. So it was quite a ways out and the weather's kind of crappy. So um, a lot of times up in Kodiak, especially we do self-rescue. So we're escorting the 60s around quite a bit.
0: I feel like every Kodiak is like, well, the weather was like, eh, it was okay. And you're like, well, what's okay? Like, well, it was just like there was you know, blowing snow sideways at a half a mile of visibility. Yeah, that's so it was good. Yeah. We're definitely the going runway, runway, you know. Yeah. He's yeah. 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 got half the runway. You only need yeah. half, it. So
3: you know. <laughs> so we end up uh they were out on that. They were coming back from that. The crew had just landed. Um Actually, you know what? Sorry. It was a 65 crew that was, that was on debt and they landed, dropped the guy off in Dutch Harbor. And so Mm -hmm. the crew was coming back. We get a call, um, that there was several people that needed medevac off of, um, Dutch Harbor. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was like four people. And then plus this guy that they had just dropped off and they knew about 12 hours ahead of time that these guys were needing to get off. And they had about 24 hours. The, um, flight docs were given about 24 hours. They had to seek care by then. Uh, there was a storm coming in, or it was on uh, Dutch Harbor, and it was going to be sitting there for the next 48 hours or so, so no other medevac planes could get in there. Uh, look at the TAF and the current METAR. The weather is is really unreliable in Dutch Harbor. Um, you could have an eagle sitting on the wind vane out there, and you're thinking you're going to land. It's calm, and then all of a sudden you realize you're landing with a 10-knot tailwind because there's yeah. a bird sitting on the thing, and that's happened quite a bit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, uh, there's, a, there's a dedicated um, crew there, like a weather... Crew that weather people that stay there and they give the weather to all the, the planes coming in. So we called down there, found out what the weather was, and it was marginal at best. Uh the winds are the, the worst and the ceilings were pretty uh pretty low for in there because the only approach in there is an NDB that drops you out um. at the base of a mountain, and you have to fly around the mountain, either left or right, and call it the front door or the back door to get around. Um on the approach plate it says circling, not authorized, but it's a circling approach. So huh. I don't know why it says not authorized. So <laughs> okay. you just break off and now you're VFR after that. So I guess
0: they figured no one's shooting NDB approaches. Yeah, anymore. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. We don't need to edit this. Yeah.
3: yeah. So we end up, uh, looking at the weather and it was definitely gonna be a high risk, um, case, mm-hmm. uh, but high gain because four people, there wasn't, these people were going to get, um, higher care for at least, at least 48 hours. They need to get off in about 18 hours. Okay. So, um, did a lot of uh, CRM, ORM with the command, with the flight docs, with district, and elected to go, and we're just going to get out there and see. So we ended up passing the crew. We took off. Um, actually, before we took off, we realized this is going to be a pretty serious case with five people, two very critical. Um, so we called the uh, clinic and see if they have a PA or a flight doc to come with us, an the HS. Uh, they sent over one of their uh, PAs that came with us. And then we were going to pick up the emergency room doctor and a flight nurse over in Dutch Harbor. They were going to accompany us as well. So I don't know
1: if you mentioned this. Did they say what the what the cause of the injuries was?
3: Yeah. So we thought it was like, uh, why are five people? I think it was just bad luck. Just five people, with five different injuries. One guy was liver oh. failure. Uh, one lady was pregnant and had um, she was having a serious issue with her pregnancy. Yeah. Um, there was a, a kid with appendicitis. Uh, there was a ki- the guy that had cut himself real bad. That the sixty five had just. Uh, Medivac off the boat, and then there was one other Man. You you remembered more than I did. <laughs> okay, so this was uh, yeah. just all like from just random out of needed. the clinic, and they were yeah. all just critical at the same time in a remote island. Gotcha. So, and that's that sounds like your guys' bread
1: and butter out there. Like it is,
3: we do uh, quite a bit of medivacs, yeah. um, mainly because the weather is so crappy, and a lot of the yeah. commercial guys can't get in there. Um, so, Dutch Harbor is super challenging airport. Um, we'll get back to that. but the uh, So we picked up the flight dock. Um, Kodiak, we have a pallet dedicated to um, medevacs like this. So we have a hospital bed on it. It's stocked with medical, oh, nice. uh, like O2 uh, canisters. Um, it's got like a little Vidmar attached to it with a bunch of medical supplies in it that the clinic actually updates. I don't know if you guys know yeah. more about it, but um, we had the guys last minute like, hey, load this up. Yeah. And uh, I think I think we took a seat pallet as well. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We put a seat pallet in, and a seat seat pallet. So just seats. Yeah, just seats. Seats. Looks like airline seats on a pallet. Gotcha. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it's like 100, 12 seats depending on the load. Or yeah,
0: yeah. And how I I, like I said, C130 knowledge not very good. Is that pretty normal? Like, oh yeah, we're within weight and balance. Or are one of you guys in the back being like, uh, hold on, let me crunch some numbers. That's what they're they're going on. Yeah, yeah. so we'll
4: take like inventory of what is back there or what like as the cases needed and kind of develop the weight and balance for them. Nice. And then we'll input it up front. Okay. In the system. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is
0: that done electronically, or you guys have a little chase around chart? Um,
4: a, a little bit of both. The the okay. um, the plane computes it, but we also do a form F, and we'll put out all the weight and balances on, and we leave that home base, and then we take a copy with us, and then we so we do it going out and coming in.
0: Okay. Awesome. Actually, on the
4: Southwest flight up here, it was
0: super empty. Like, uh, no one sit behind row 21, please. And I was like, wait, what? Uh, I was like, oh, i never heard that before.
3: Yeah, Yeah. we've had them even in the airline world put ballast up in, you know, the front. Like, hey, it's just the front is just sandbags, you know, just to to make the CG work. Interesting. Okay. That's
1: that's really cool. cool. Like, I'm just picturing like the star case happening and you're just like, all right. And your plane comes out and you're like, let's choose the loadout. Like, what do we need? And you're just throwing stuff on like hospital bed yep. more seats like that's pretty cool take
3: off yeah. this put on that yeah, yeah. i think we had a SAR pallet usually because the c-130 we always fly around with a SAR pallet. Yeah. just a pallet full of um, life rafts dewatering pumps yeah. radio cans you know all, all the, you know, the stuff we might need to drop yeah and i think we took it off on this one we did okay yeah, yeah. Were, we end up having, having to take that down. off they reconfigured right. put two new pallets on you're just building
1: your plane for your case <laughs> pretty, pretty much cool. yeah. essentially on the floor yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. So then, um, so we got all that, we got the PA on, um, and then took off kind of briefed as a crew, you know, like going to go check it out. And if it's starting to look bad and we'll just, we're not going to make it in. How was the weather at Kodiak? Kodiak was actually, um, fairly decent. I think it was a little bit low ceilings, but, um, Nothing, nothing, nothing that would decrease, make you, you know, like bat an eye to be like, Oh, hold on. Let's even think about taking off. No. It was, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like this San Diego, <laughs> but yeah, it was normal Kodiak day, you know, probably low overcast, oh, thousand it's foot, just wins 10 gusting 20 is probably what it was. Okay. So I, I'm kind of a nerd, but I kept the format <laughs> oh, for some this. reason. Oh, yes. Heck yeah. Um, so we had the SAR pallet,
4: the passenger pallet and the med pallet. All in okay. There. We'll take the oh, we did pay. Okay, we did. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. 300 pounds.
1: Yeah. Sweet. That's the kind of context we love. Thank yeah. you. That's <laughs>
3: great. <laughs> yeah. Confirm. What's the CG? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Only load master, yeah, Zero yeah. fuel like, weight. I, yeah. I can't see that on there. How far Mr. forward <laughs> could
0: I have put that uh, seat pallet all the way forward before we get out Does of the CG? Does it have our fuel yeah. on there? What was our fuel? That was oh, that was nice. my...
3: Because uh, we have defuel? let see.
1: I don't... This is going to be... I can't wait to figure out how many pounds of uh, fuel. 35, 6. Yeah. 30, 30, six. 30 35,
3: 6. Okay. Yeah. 35. Okay.
1: 35, 35,000.
3: 35,000
1: like pounds of go juice that's that's a little
3: lighter than normal yeah so. okay our normal trainer every day is 45,000 so pounds yep. yes. and our max bag fuel. is 64 roughly 64. like 5,000 pounds an hour <laughs> yeah
0: and uh how long can you guys stay airborne on that
3: on 64
0: yeah like uh, the depends
3: max. we've yeah. had guys stay airborne almost 14 hours
0: so you're like, you're almost up more against crew time oh, than yeah, you for are sure, fuel. Yeah. yeah it yeah, depends okay. on how
3: you're flying. If you're out in the, you know, orbiting at 70 knots, you know, 170 knots with, with you know, you're sipping fuel out there. If you're yeah. cruising somewhere, it might be a little less, a okay. little more, depending on your, you know, all that factors yeah. in. But yeah, you can, we can stay out a long time, long enough where we're like, okay, it's been 12 hours. There's got to get another crew out here, you know, to yeah. relieve us. Yeah. So that's usually the case. That's why the J Mile really doesn't, um. Shut down engines like the H model used to do okay. to save fuel because we're pretty fuel efficient. Oh, is Did it just, that
0: much more fuel efficient, the J yeah. model? Did you just yeah. say shut down engines to yeah, conserve fuel? Yeah, we'll do reduced
3: fuel. engine ops. They'll shut down engines you know, in a search and just have an engine off and just cruise them with three or two engines and get ready to relight if something else happens, oh. but it just saves fuel. And it's so. like
0: strategic napping, but for the engines. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. I'm, I am learning so much right now. That's wild. Yeah. Holy yeah, cow. So
3: we don't really do it in the J model anymore just because we are – well, like 30% more fuel efficient, like an H model, altitude, yeah. and yeah. airspeed, and fuel burn, and all that, so. That's awesome. Yeah. And no bunks on the on RJ model, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Well, yeah.
0: So the strategic napping is gone, or you just- No, we still have a seat. You yeah. just use yeah. yeah. in the okay. chair. Stay yeah. in the jump seat. Yeah. Do, do you guys have recline? Do, can you recline
3: in the Oh, seats? yeah. Yeah. They're, oh. they're comfy yeah. seats. Yeah, yeah, they, nice. yeah. They lift so. up and
0: down. They've
2: got lumbar support adjustments. And, oh, man. Yeah. I think they're getting, I think lead.
3: the next upgrade, they're getting the massage seats put in. Stop. It. Yep. That's
0: the uh, massage
2: that's pallet. <laughs> yeah, <that's>, yeah. <laughs> hey guys,
3: this yeah, is going to be a long day. Yeah, yeah, the spa palette. The spa palette. yeah, we have that hey, back uh, there. Hey Josh. He that, heats we, rocks, you know, from yeah. massages, and <laughs> guys, the massages. Guys, Guys. my uh, my spa rub
1: didn't make it on. We <laughs> <laughs> forgot to put that on the plane. Josh, I told you this is going to be a long leg. Where's my slippers? do not forget the where Wear the cut-up cucumbers.
3: Oh, we're
0: gone again. Yeah. Yeah, All right. Here we go. So you guys took off. No worries. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) took off. It was, uh, it's a two and a half hour flight out to, um, Dutch Harbor. And, uh, so constantly as we're, as we're hearing updates from district, um, these guys are talking on the radio, they're coordinating all that. Uh, we're getting updates that, you know, now one person definitely needs to be laying flat and now we need another person to lay flat. So. Crew in the back, they're like reconfiguring the seats and our um, paratroop seats yeah. to, to make a bed. They're making pretty much another makeshift bed because yeah. we had the one bed on the pallet, but we're making another one now. So okay. we got two makeshift beds back there. Um, the flight dog's helping, you know, get stuff coordinated and kind of where people or how people should lay and, all, and then how we secure them mm-hmm. once we take off. Um uh, about an hour in, uh the other crew, we start passing the other crew, they had just escorted the sixty five back into Dutch Harbor. Uh we talked to them and they just told us what we already knew that the weather was crappy and good luck to get in there. <laughs> good good yeah. luck, boys. Yeah. <laughs> um kept got, trying to get updates on weather and it really hadn't changed. It was I think it was like thirty five gusting forty five out of um, the northwest. So have, I was about to say you have the picture of the toll data. While
0: yeah, well, he's looking that up. Yeah. Um, when you guys you guys talk on the radio, or are you guys doing like chat?
3: Um, I think, what we're we doing this one? I think we we're talking on the radio for this radio one. Radio for yeah. this one, okay. Yeah, so, oh, here's toll data. Um, yeah, so we went in, yeah, 229030, gusting 40 <laughs> going in. <laughs> That's a lot The of problem wind. with Dutch Harbor is, so it talked about the mountain, so it's surrounded by mountains with one mountain and then the runway's on tucked in on behind the mountain. So mm-hmm. you have to fly... Around the mountain to land, the runway is only thirty nine hundred feet long for landing distance available, so it's super short for us. Um, I think the minimum touch and go requirement for a long time was five thousand feet for C one thirty. So the problem is the wind was out of the direction where it hits the mountain and comes around, and so now it's a tailwind on both sides because the wind meets around the mountain, and now it's hitting tailwind on both, both um, ends so no matter which direction yeah. you're coming from you're probably yeah. gonna have a tailwind maybe yeah. so um yeah i think it's runways uh three one and one three going in there so we elected okay. to do uh one three actually well, uh three one i was gonna
2: say as we were heading in i was listening to to weather and they were like oh the front door looks kind of open now you know we have a little pocket opened up and then Oh, no, nope. front door is all socked in. So <laughs> the maybe, front maybe the back closed. door yep. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. each side of the runway, they just call
3: front door, back door. And yeah. it's whether you're going around the backside or kind of the front door, if you will. Yeah. The but. back door is the most challenging. That's the one you have the least amount of space to play with. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you can't see the runway until really you're turning, rolling short final. Holy cow. Turn and then you see the runway. So that one's a little bit more tighter in there. That's the one we end up having to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was snow showers that just kept coming in just as like waves. So it like all of a sudden, you know, the field's IMC zero, zero, yeah. and then it goes away. And now you're like, okay, I think you guys are good. So the two sixty five pilots just happened to be in the weather office with the weather lady. She has her own designated frequency. So we're talking to them and we we hit the approach. We do the full procedure, come down to mins, and we break out right at mins, which is like 600 feet on that yeah. approach, I think. So we're kind of seeing, and we can kind of see both ways, but you can't tell. And so they're kind of calling these squalls in for us. And, yeah.
1: Um, That's super disorienting. Like, you, sometimes you'd rather just be in the clouds instead of in sure. and out. of. Yeah. In, yeah. So.
3: so they're calling squalls. Um, we like to uh, do the back door, And I have to go flaps 100, which is just a ton of, you know, more wing hanging out there. Yeah. So it's really affected by the... By the um, Gus, it Why? makes it challenging. Well, the problem was because the runway was so short. Oh, The okay. still so strong, and it was there was snow covered the runway, so we had yeah. to go and slow. one hundred percent. Yeah, we call it, yeah. So in the and it goes by percentage, and usually our fifty percent and a hundred percent are our two flap settings we usually gotcha. land with. um, Usually, in those kind of conditions, you always are landing with fifty flaps, but we decided to go with hundred flaps just to get a little bit slower. So we had a shorter landing distance, especially with the snow on the gotcha. runway. But it made it challenging, more challenging coming in. So um, coming around.
2: And that, I was just going to quick note that ties into the lowered fuel we took off with because that then also shortens our landing distance required. Oh, okay. That was about the least amount
3: of fuel we could do to fly the two and a half hours, stay on deck for 30 minutes, and then fly to Anchorage without getting, you know, and then have enough, you know, if we have to go divert out of anchorage yeah, that's how that's yeah. how
1: that's how 65 pilots feel yeah so yeah it was yeah. gross
0: yeah, yeah. absolutely planning even from the beginning yeah. just yeah. exactly how much you take off you're sweating about yeah. fuel yeah. Yeah. yeah that's usually
3: yeah. not the case with c-130 so this was yes, unique for us we're like Ugh. yeah
0: welcome so yeah. <laughs> so yeah as you're talking about i just looked up the ndb alpha for unalaska is that that's the one we're talking about yep. yes yeah okay. unalaska also, yeah yeah it looks like it comes yeah so it hits the mountain. The mountain is two
3: thousand feet. Yeah. So you you pop out and you see the big mountain, and then you have to fly around it to the runway.
0: Yeah. You can see like it definitely doesn't align you with the runway. Oh no! So yeah. You're going back. No, and forth. not at all. That's wild. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's definitely one of the most challenging airports I think in the U.S. for to getting in and out of. For sure. I think
0: I was uh I was on the Coast Guard Cutter Chase and I missed something and I had to catch up with the boat or something like that. Um, and flew in there, and it was a pretty wild approach yeah. coming in there. And I heard a rumor that they actually like modify the 737s that go in, in and out of there. I don't know if that's they true. They don't or not. even, the
3: 737 doesn't go in there. I don't know if they used to. They don't okay. anymore. They, the, oh, I they don't, don't think even. That, I don't it. even think Alaska has any that can get in there. It's okay. uh, their Bombardiers and their Dash 8s for like Raven Air. Those are the only okay. ones that can get in there now. Okay. And they took one off the end of the runway a couple of years ago. Yeah. Oh, killed wow. A, killed a guy. Okay. Oh, geez. Yeah. He like ran off the runway, and the prop hit the rocks and. Flew into flung the thing. A, and blade. Yeah, yeah. You can see it on YouTube yeah. if you Google or okay. search. There's some security footage of it crashing. But okay. Oh, so there were some 65 guys at the hangar there that across the street that tried to went out and go yeah. out and help. Yeah. So, so
0: Danielle was on that crew.
2: That's
3: right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. So. so at this point, you guys are looking at the approach. Um And at this point, like runway distance with the winds and gusts is probably more the concern so much than like. Correct. The, yeah. Uh, okay. So that was the In biggest the yeah
3: the runway distance and then the weather with that gust um our air speeds go way up yeah. so um and then it's it's hard you know With it, the winds are if you have a gust you know straight ahead or just a steady crosswind gusting it's a little easier to handle but when it hits the you have the orographic turbulence where it's hitting the mountain and now you don't know which direction it's coming from it makes it super challenging so
0: yeah and do you guys have like a certain thresholds of like hey, if we pick up a uh, tailwind or, hey, there's a disparity of 15 knots, like um, an automatic
3: go-around for you guys? We do. We'll, we don't have any set numbers okay. in the community. Um, okay. As a crew, we talk about it. Yeah. Um, so going in there, like I said, there's no approach. You know, once you hit that final approach fix or that missed approach point and now you're on your own, you know, you're coming in there, there's really no good way out. So um, on our Digimap, we, you know, for, to give ourselves a back out, we, we built – our own little um built our own little uh breadcrumbs to get out of there okay. on our oh, okay. in our uh, yeah. flight uh, management system so yeah. we did that like okay if worse comes to worse we just put points in from flight and come some you know just uh, local data that we've yeah. we've gone um to figure it out but we had that as a backup in case we had to go around which wasn't ideal because the squalls are coming in and yeah. you're taking off into a valley and you don't want to you can't see anything and I don't yeah. want to necessarily trush off. I don't have to so yeah. landing was yeah. kind of number one priority okay. yeah, yeah. How,
1: and, and how was the landing so we came around the corner the guys I we should let the guys and,
0: in the back make that call yeah. you know oh, that was yeah. like, yeah. that was pretty, oh it was pretty great good. Yeah. And it was, was probably my back
3: best back landing like, ever I don't <laughs> know wow. yeah. I greased I'll it yeah. I'll tell you so Ian
2: who's <laughs> not here right now but he uh he was telling me because I was talking to him about the landing and he was talking to the other MSOs the two MSOs up there and he was like joking around I was like dude should we grab our life jackets in the back like
0: this kind of
3: is like I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, maybe. Maybe, Shut actually. Up. So <laughs> yeah. how,
0: was it a decent landing?
3: We, well, we came around, and so we're coming around. You don't, again, you don't see the runway until about, so we're 400 feet coming around. I start, a squall came in at that time, so we're like lost side of the runway, but I knew where there's a bunch of ship uh, mooring spot, like docks that the cutters moor up at, so I knew relatively where the runway is going to be as soon as I popped out. We came around and then the airspeed went from 150 to 110 oh. back up. So we had, we had side slip, uh, stall and sink rate all within the last 200 feet. And then landing. as well
2: as overspeeding the flaps. Yeah. Yeah. First time Which ever overspeeding
3: crazy. anything on a plane was yeah. that day with the And guys. that's an
1: audible tone. Like you're getting somebody yelling no, at you. No, you'll you just, just
3: see, well, the, the three I said, yeah, the overspeed I just That's just a
1: it. maintenance function yeah, yeah, yeah. after the fact we'll oh, gotcha. get okay. on the download.
2: Yeah. Um, Holy cow. So, so you're, it was you're, a ride. Yeah, it was a little
3: bit of a ride, but landed super smooth. Well, I mean, so yeah. looking
2: looking at the toll data, what's what's interesting is the computed um, approach speed was 140 knots. Yeah, The maximum airspeed of flaps 100 is 145. And we have a 10-knot gust spread.
1: Yeah, So the okay. math doesn't
2: really add up when you're gusting 10 knots, but you only have five knots to play with. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And who's crunching those numbers? That's this guy. Okay. And then the computer spits them out as well,
4: this IMU, Okay.
3: He's sitting there inputting everything, updates, you know, from the weather people, like, hey, here's the new winds, here's new winds, and it's updating. But, you know, they're reading the winds off of, you know, something out away from the field, and we're reading them. You know, it's, vastly different okay. pro hands with that's those. a yeah. lot of pilot work that's put onto the crew that's impressive
0: yeah. i was about to say yeah. do, you, do you brief like the pilots of like hey ran the numbers this is what we're looking at and yep. you guys here's a hundred
3: flap here's our landing distance here's our max weight yeah here's our limitations for that so okay. we're briefing all that as we okay. go okay that's
4: awesome yeah, you guys when their eyes are in the windshield i mean any little bit that we could help them with i mean they yeah. have a lot on their plate so we're trying to cool. catch up with it and stay current with it as best as we can yeah that's badass that's awesome And then
0: you guys validate that just like hey that that Passes the common sense test. Of yep. Like what yeah. My Usually, experience pilot monitoring
3: will peek in there and be like, "Okay, yep, everything looks good." Hey, let's change this or okay. update this or Hey, here's the new, new wind gust. Don't worry about putting that in because it's not going to change the numbers. You know, because the more eyes we have up helping us out, the yeah. less down in the box. Um, okay. Cool. Like, hey, that's going to be more restrictive. Just leave what's in the box, kind of thing. So. Yeah, that's awesome. And that I had awesome. not too
4: long before, like, fl- finished up my syllabus for Loadmaster, so I was, I wasn't like a. Exper- Highly experienced loadmaster, but I would flown with Mr. Humphrey, like, a bunch of times through syllabus, and he was awesome to fly with. So yeah. getting to this, this spot where it was kind of hairy, like, I was I was very comfortable. That's I was, awesome. I was saying some prayers at the same time. but I was Yeah, very yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I was I was just about to ask you, like, how was the pucker factor? But um, I think it,
4: it was there, especially when all the audibles
1: were going off. Yeah. Um, Can you – so you guys are obviously big plane, right? Can you hear all the audibles, or where are you sitting?
2: Uh, we hear
3: them in the headset. Yeah. Oh, everybody. Yeah. Oh.
2: The, yeah, the headset up in the cockpit will – uh, everyone on headset in the cockpit will be able to hear it, as gotcha. well as there's even speakers in the overhead that will announce it as well. Oh, oh man, um, there are some of those uh, special alerts they're called that aren't enunciated for the people in headsets in the back. So I never, I didn't hear any of them. I knew it was pretty, yeah, per, you know, you pretty much feel a little
0: bump here and there. I'm
2: sure, yeah. oh absolutely, yeah. the plane going <laughs> left right banking and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no, these guys definitely heard it up front.
0: I think that's cool. Like um, we were we were talking about a little, a little bit uh, one or other podcasts where. Um, you know, you are trained to do something and you're like, okay, but when it's easy, you're like, eh, even if I mess something up and you're like, Oh, now it like really matters. Like yeah. what we talk about and the numbers yep. we brief are gonna make a difference, you know, of like, hey, this could be a go, no, go point for this us. Is so why we do those. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool when you like you do it and you're like, Yeah, it it worked. The training worked. Yeah. Like I am qualified. Like this yeah. is we're happening, we're doing this, yeah. you know. So that's cool. All right, cool. We keep, we keep interrupting you. You're uh, uh, coming around yeah, the
3: island. Yeah, Came around, planes yelling at us. We yeah. land, <laughs> greased it, greased it, and uh, maybe
2: just a little bounce.
3: I think that was just a gust. <laughs> <laughs> did you log? Race. Did yeah. you log two landings <laughs> <Yeah>. after bouncing? <laughs>
2: I definitely don't have it on video. Yeah. Well, we have the video. Yeah, we have the yeah.
3: video of the uh, the sixty five guys that were sitting there and took a video of the of us oh, So yeah. that was pretty neat. Yeah, if you um, can send that, that'd be fantastic. fantastic. They yeah. see us. They we land and then we kind of halfway down the runway, we disappear into the, into the oh, uh, that must snow be, squall. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I weird. I'm like, I look out, I'm like, okay, we, we break out and we see the runway and the snow had just pushed through, but it was covering the other half. So yeah. any go around, we'd be, we'd go right back into IMC. So yeah. we, uh, I wanted to make sure we got down and landed. So, yeah. uh, landed, taxied back, and then we had to wait, uh, about we had two ambulances there but they had to run back and forth three times to go pick up people so from the clinic yeah so it was you know blown 45 knots there and we landed we parked so we're kind of into the wind as best we could uh but you could see the wind both wind socks on both ends of the runway are pointing as a tailwind (laughs) yeah and you could see the the (laughs) snow swirling in front of us like it was meeting right there at the ramp just swirling right there so um, these guys are out in the snow now did you guys shut down uh, no, understand. we didn't shut down. Okay. We did, uh, what's called hotel mode. Okay. Um, so Shh. we, we pretty much feathered got the spa the card out. I think that's when you're like, Hey, <laughs> yeah. fire out the cookie machine? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Double tree, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So we go to hotel mode, which uh, feathers all the props. So they're still spinning, but they're, it's a lot quieter, less, yeah, lot less, less. Uh, blowback for the guys loading yeah. in the back. So these guys are out the there standing burn, for the sermon goes down. A it does. Bit, yeah. But. So it was like 30 minutes of you know, waiting around for them to do like load up the patients, go back to the hospital, get new ones. These guys right now are like pretty much everybody on deck, you know, is outside in the, in, you know, gusting 40 with probably like 30 degrees outside you now. It's like a zero you know, yeah. percent, zero wind chill. And- yeah. So
2: we'll, we'll open up the back, the
3: and door, and then we have
2: little ramps that go all the way down to the ground that we'll attach in. And then that way people on gurneys and whatnot, will just walk them up into the aircraft okay. and then we can transfer them to transfer the them gurney we have on that med pallet. Okay. Um, and so that's what we're doing. So we're backing up planes right up. As you saw the picture I showed you right up to the back of the plane, and then unloading the patients and bring them on board. And then we're waiting for the next group of patients to get back okay. with the, uh, with the other ambulances.
3: So I think one yeah. more, one other thing we had to deal with on the ground was, uh, since we are in hotel mode, the wind was hitting the props so hard that it would slow the props down and which would give us the, uh, low oil pressure on the engine. So there's oh. two of the engines. We're getting like, kept getting lower pressure, Yeah, which is a shut the engine down kind of yeah. maintenance issue. Um, it would like come, it would, it come and go. So we knew that's probably what it was. So working with Josh, you know, to troubleshoot and talk about, you know, some of the EP and like, Hey, let's just, we'll take these two out of hotel mood, mode. So they're, they're spin a little faster. yeah. And, um, we'll assume that risk that that's what the problem was. And it wasn't actually low pressure because yeah. if we get stuck, if we have shut down here, well then we're stuck. Nobody else is coming in. Yeah. And so we, uh, end up pressing with that. So that was another ORM, you know, crew talk about, talk about the, uh, emergency procedure and and for it to go, no-go kind of thing. So we obviously elected, um, hey, risk was worth the gain. So Yeah. Oh, interesting. And so when you put
0: it um, out of hotel mode, which cracks me up, hotel mode. I yeah. love that. Uh, so you came out of hotel mode, like, hey, if it comes back, obviously we have an issue. If it doesn't, we can probably We're assume, assume that's, what it, was. That that's yep. what it was. And is that something that you guys have... You know talked about of like this has been seen before or Not was really I, I, like
3: after a- after this case I talked to another pilot um, a year prior that had the exact almost the exact same okay. scenario yeah um, and it was it happened to him as well so um, it wasn't really a widely known thing and and uh, but after the fact I learned like oh that's what, probably what it was I think it's because the wind yeah. slowing these props down so much with those guests so
2: holy cow yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> a lot of wind to push a prop slower <laughs> yeah. spinning yeah yeah it's, it's definitely operating in hotel mode at a much slower um, percentage of rotation than it normally does. Yeah. Normally, in, we've got low speed and then normal speed ground idle, which are 73 and 100% of yeah. its rated speed. But then in hotel mode, it's down to 20, 20% yeah, of its normal speed. 22. So, And then the speed of the propeller is what drives the pump that pr- pressurizes the oil to move the pitch. So as it slows down, it loses pressure to move itself as well. So kind of it's operating at it's kind of lower end of what it can really output that pump uh, or what that pump can output pressure with, you know? Um, So I think just with the winds, then slowing it down just a little bit more is just like they said, they elected, Hey, let's just upspeed these motors. We don't want to
0: have any issues. You know? So how many RPMs is hotel mode? go. I'm Three, not sure. Two. Well,
3: so hundred percent is about a thousand. This is this, this is close This <laughs> yeah, stance hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Um so <laughs> it goes by percentage though. We don't do yeah, right numbers. So I was just I was just yeah. no, <laughs> I thought I thought you were
1: gonna ask him to
0: spell pterodactyl
1: now I'm gonna go look <laughs> that up.
3: <laughs> we did ask someone to
1: spell
0: pterodactyl and they nailed it. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Sweet. So all right you fought through that problem. Everybody's getting
3: loaded yep. on surveys so loaded up. Um got everybody on board. And then the next issue was getting out of there. So yeah,
1: hard part's not over.
3: Um, yeah. So my biggest concern was the pastures. Uh, so we took on, we took on the five people we talked about and then one of the kids, um, actually the pregnant woman, I think had her husband with her and then yep. the, and yeah. the kid had his mom and dad with them or parents. Mom was with him. One of the, one, yeah, one of the, um, the young kid with the appendicitis had a gotcha. parent with him. Okay. Um, so we had, you know, so we added all those people and now we have the ER doc and the um, uh, flight nurse on there as well. That's right. Yeah. So added more people on there. So the biggest concern was trying to like get and taken off because we yep. knew how turbulent it was coming in. Um, so made sure they were strapped in. And so the runway about the last 200 feet or 300 feet sticks out, um, sticks out where it's open to the, you know, the rest of the valley coming in there. Okay. So I elected to take off, not taxi around and take full length, but just take off just where the mountain was blocking the majority of that cross oh, crazy yeah. crosswind. Huh. So we kind of inputted some new numbers, uh, made sure that we were good to go and then just took off from there. Yeah. And uh, with that gust coming in, it helped. Like as soon as we got past that halfway point, now we have that new headwind that yeah. we had a tailwind before. And now it's a headwind and we just lifted off just pretty quick, off but ground, yeah, then yeah, pretty bumpy, just getting out of the Valley and getting on the mountains. But when we got, you know, once we got clear, of all that, it was, it was fairly smooth. And then we flew back to um, Anchorage Okay. Landed in Anchorage, had five ambulances waiting for us there to load them all up. So we landed and filled up five different ambulances and topped off some fuel and then flew back to Kodiak.
2: Wow. Yeah. The weather was beautiful in Anchorage. It was. Yeah. As, (laughs) as is in, you know, in Alaska, you'll go one way and then an hour somewhere else. The weather's totally different. And, um, I just want to back up a little bit. If you had to had
1: shut down because something took too long and you're trying to conserve fuel or you had to refuel, to the airport have fuel for you
3: yes it was, the airport would have had fuel. it was just mostly it. a time crunch it was yep time crunch and then shutting down to yeah shut if we would have shut down it, it just takes much longer to yeah. shut down now you're starting engines back up gotcha. and there's always that case you know if you shut something off and you go to turn back on and yep. now you're gonna have oh, a, a new yeah oh a chip light yeah. yeah you're gonna have new yeah you know issues with that engine gotcha. so if you never want to shut down if you don't have to but so, luckily the j j model is pretty good we yeah, since Max
0: opened up the, like, what if, um, I'm just trying to think, hey, if you guys were sitting on deck, you know, like, hey, let's come out of hotel mode and see if the oil pressure thing goes away. And you're like, oh, it doesn't. We definitely have an issue with this one engine. Um, when you guys start looking at, you know, risk management and stuff, would you guys have considered, hey, we're going to go back on three engines, or would that be, like, a hard no in your community.
3: The hardest uh part with that, if we would have found it, it depends on where, you know, if it was drop in, drops to zero, okay, the engine's gonna die any second. So yeah. we don't if it was kind of hovering right at that, you know, lower limit and we could take off, I would probably risk taking off and then okay. shutting an engine down yeah. in, in, in flight. flight. Yeah. But not a three engine takeoff. No, that would be pretty that's a, that's i don't know no if we no. would
2: even had the performance for that but is that uh, but is that yeah. something that you, your community so accepts like we
3: can, there is a procedure for a three-engine takeoff but i think it's it's a pretty high requirement like a yeah. 7-11 to get approval for that oh, okay. so i don't necessarily think that would have got approved and with those wins and the performance needed i don't even know if we would have been able to do it regardless so, gotcha yeah. okay cool nice and that's like a it's a completely different like facet like i have four
1: engines like, what can I do with these engines to help? Yeah, and like the 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 whole I'm gonna turn off an engine to save fuel is, blows my mind. <laughs> like, like you you know, I've I've been on deck before spinning, and we've definitely idled the engines while we're waiting for EMS and and something
0: like that. But in flight, oh, just yeah, just shut that guy down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think one thing we forgot to do is forgot to mention the other crew members uh, that were on your flight. So. Uh, I think you guys had seven. We only got three
3: of you guys here, so who, who are we missing so we can at least give them a, a shout-out? Uh, we're missing Derek Kelly, who was the co-pilot. Okay, he's, uh, He couldn't make it down here because he just had a brand-new baby. Oh, congrats. congrats. And we had uh, George Beltran, yep, George and yep, he's in Barber's Point. He also just had a brand-new oh, baby. Oh, wow. And then uh, AJ. AJ Nileo. AJ yeah. Nileo okay. is no longer with us. Oh, Ian Angel is the other MSO as well. here yes. too. Okay. And then uh, Flight Doc was um, Lieutenant Wilson, there okay. we Brandon go. Wilson. That's right. Yeah, awesome. Yeah,
0: um, cool, um, guys. That is an awesome case. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Uh, yeah. We, Max, I don't know about you, but I certainly learned a lot during that.
1: On three, <laughs> let's name our favorite part about the C one thirty. Ready? One, two, three. Really hotel mode. Oh, I do going the hotel mode. <laughs> I be, yeah, I guess. Same, I same, do like same. The spot palette though. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> That, let's Sorry, I should have said the actual thing, not the made-up thing oh, okay. that we just did right now. <laughs> hotel
0: mode is pretty sweet. The
3: spa palette at the hotel <laughs> mode.
0: We I made, thought for we made, sure we were going to get spa yeah. palette
3: together. We haven't even talked about the cooking palette. I was about to say so the comfort palette. There's an actual comfort palette?
0: Yeah. Or are you guys making this up? Yeah. No, yeah. Okay. Can we hear? We got some time. Let's So, so, So we'll put you in the right frame of mind.
2: We're on a nine-hour um. Uh, patrol down okay. in El Sal or mm-hmm. Costa yep. Rica or whatever. Oh. Um, Sounds I, nice. I don't know about you, but if you go without nine hours eating, you get a little hungry, right? Yep. Well, yeah. hey, we've got sixty hertz outlets on the plane. Okay, you know, we can put griddles, flat tops, slow cookers, okay. whatever.
3: You know, we can cook on the plane. Okay, So, we, we have a microwave built in, but it's just not the same as no, It's a not. slow cooker. Not yeah, the same exactly. as the comfort palette. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That smell know. just appropriating, yeah. yeah. you know, so, uh, um, for I mean
0: I When I wake up from a nap, I'm normally pretty ravenous. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, I, I can I, confirm that. I'm <laughs> going to go strategic yeah. nap real quick, <laughs> yeah. and I, you guys can wake me up to the George Foreman. Yeah. Wake right.
2: me up to the smell of bacon. Yeah. Well, yeah, so shout oh out to James Link, our uh, aviation culinary specialist. Um, so he is the master chef uh, on board any deployment he goes on. This is not a this is not a rate I've never heard of. Right? He's just he's just <laughs> I mean, a, that's what we
1: call him. He's yes. just an air yeah. crew. Yeah. He's an AET. Okay. I was like yeah. in house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: no, but so like so much about the C 130 yeah. community. We you know, we'll just have a big whole, cooler. They have their own rates. You know, a big cooler in the
2: back we keep with ice. Yeah, uh, you know, big ice chest. So whatever we can cook and bring with us. So yeah. we'll have just a big flat. Basically, it's basically just a big flat surface. Yeah. to- Work with and cook things and whatnot, and so Dropmaster master and BA. Once we get wheels up, are kind of just sitting in the back for nine hours. And so I'm not saying that are... that's their job because it's not. But if they are bored and they want to
0: contribute to some
2: morale or if an MSI oh, wants to hop yeah. back, back
0: and they want to hop up and run the yeah. flare ball, you know. But if you're heading down to Giada, if you're trying to pick out who you want to come down with, because oh, like
3: yeah, Jimmy Link, <clears throat> you know, like pilots will fight over him to get him <laughs> yeah, on the crew because they I absolutely mean, will. This yeah. is a no. Like we'll drop like here's 200 bucks. Go to the store, buy whatever you need. Oh. And it's like breakfast. I mean, this it's is like a chopped episode. Breakfast burritos. Yeah. Yeah. It oh is. It is. Like,
2: oh no, bring the caribou I shot it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. You
4: know, we'll make breakfast burritos. Oh, yeah. It's cause it's cause is, yeah, because yeah, this in, is Alaska. Weird. So yeah. you guys are getting salmon and it's fresh. Ice right. yeah. Patrol, we had goat meat tacos rolling back oh, there. No, no way. way. Yes.
1: Yeah. Holy cow. It's good. Yeah, for so sure. That is amazing. Um, so I guess my question to each one of you is: what is the best meal you've had in the C130? Great
3: question. Anything Jimmy makes, really, the breakfast burritos is I really think are like my favorite. He makes his own bacon, um, which course. he then sells
2: to people as yeah. well. You know, out, yeah. Everybody um, sells you out. Honestly, I think Tom <laughs> Carter made the best breakfast burritos I've ever had on a C one thirty. It was maybe a Japan. It was a Japan trip. Oh, okay. it wasn't with yes. you? Okay. I don't think it was with you, but I want you know, to, when
0: a, I think I want to be a C-130 pilot. I mean, I never going to talk bad about my first love, <laughs> Yeah, but the yeah. C-130 community yeah. is, sounds like my people, you know, when I, when I was going
2: through a school, you know, you have a bunch of different instructors from yeah. the different airframes and whatnot. And the one C-130 guy was like, you know, when I was an airman and I was sitting there, I think he was in um, Hawaii and he was like trying to decide which asset he wanted to go to yeah. and where, where he wanted to go in, in his aviation career. And he was like, he looked over at the 60 side and everything that they did and whatnot. And then he looked over at the C-130 guy and they were bringing their surfboards into the plane to go yeah. on a deployment. You know, and he's like, yeah, That's I think that might bad. be my, uh, my,
1: my cup of tea. And then you're looking at the 65 side and your, the helmet bag's open. You're like, oh, this, uh, water bottle's too heavy. Yeah. I can't. Bring yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, it's, what do you have in your helmet bag? Please take it out oh, so we man. can take more
0: fuel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh did we hear yours? Yeah. What's what's yours? the goat meat tacos yeah. for sure with a side of bacon. With a side of bacon. Holy <laughs> cow. Yeah, is- I need I think I could uh fulfill the role of the aviation culinary oh, specialist. Oh, my God really well. Yeah. Like uh good evening, uh sir. Like today for you we've got a um Filet uh, with a red wine reduction. Oh, we can't with some shallots. Mm-hmm. Red wine reduction. Yeah, can't do the I red see, wine. I guess no, it's, it's cooked out. It's cooked out. It's cooked out. Okay, oh, that's that's good. so good. That's yeah. but probably. Sh- I guess you probably shouldn't be loading up pallets of red wine. You know, <laughs> that you might get are you cooking. gonna? Are you gonna?
3: Uh,
1: just be, like talk. I just picture you back there. And it, We've and had pallets we of
3: wine though too. So that's okay. not, that wouldn't be Absolutely. weird. Okay. Yeah, that wouldn't so be weird. Take it, you yeah. know, really? with you to a next one. Kenny's
1: walking on in his 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 new uh enlisted rate uh, uniform, which is oh like the chef gosh. outfit, <laughs> and you have your walk. <laughs> yeah. And you're oh. just like
0: you're like, We're gonna do some fried rice today. Yeah. Like at the you know, the hotel just like an omelet bar going on oh. oh, like, yeah. you know, everyone can put it in their orders like, a uh, l- little bit of goat meat, some mushrooms, spinach, some onion. Yeah. Oh. All right. All right. I figured it out. Yeah. That's I'm great. Quit the day job. Yeah. Going yeah. to be a, <laughs> avi- what'd you call it? Uh, aviation culinary specialist, aviation culinary specialist. Yes. A- A-C-S. 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 ACS. ACS. Yes. Oh, and this is great. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys, thank you so much for uh, yeah, coming for on. Thanks for the free beer. Um, yeah. Oh, this is Absolutely, a yeah. staple for us. <laughs> so thanks. For yeah, having this, me. this is great guys. Um, we always like to end every episode with, uh, some sort of aviation advice or really life advice. Uh, that you guys have either gotten or received or like to give out to young people that you're training. So the floor is yours.
3: Uh, I think my, my biggest thing that I cared more about the people behind me than I did the people we're going out to rescue. So the people behind me were my number one priority and my number two priority were the people that we were trying to rescue. So I wouldn't, you know, no one do risks. The guys that are with you right now. So, um, I was just carried that with me and, and then everything else, everything else should be risk averse after that. So yeah, so, yep, that's great. Agreed.
4: Yeah, and that, Mr. Humphrey, saying that just to follow up. I mean, as a crew member that worked under him for you know a while, he he definitely implemented that for sure. Uh, I'm gonna drop a quick scripture that I think kind of applies. Yeah. Um, Joshua one and nine. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Just keep that in your back pocket every day you're going out. Yeah. yeah, awesome. awesome. Thank yeah, you. Very thanks much. for sharing that.
2: Um, no, I think kind of with the same theme is just taking care of your shipmates. Um, Kodiak is a rough place, and I know that other units maybe not as rough, but I know even still there still are trials and tribulations that people are going through. So just make sure you're looking after one another um, in the community, and just keeping an eye and making sure people are doing good. And if not, just ask and hey, everything okay? You know, it doesn't it's a small little thing, maybe just to ask to, if someone's doing, but it could be a Wooler difference in their eyes. Um, that's yeah, it. Really? So just
0: good. Look out for your people. Uh-huh. So good. I think that's, yeah, go ahead.
1: I really like that, man. They're just, these three in front of us, just like, Hey, just take care of your people. Yeah.
0: I love that. Yeah. yeah I think that's, um, you know, we were talking about, you know, what you guys are doing outside of the coast guard, but I think the inside the coast guard, like, I think that's what we really cherish and value is like, Yeah, you're going to be asked to do some crappy stuff sometimes. Um, But, man, if you're doing it with people that you love, like when you're in the trenches, you're like, man, you're going to probably remember those times a little bit more. and. Yeah, you got to take care of the people and make sure they're they're doing well, and yeah. you can go out and do the king's business. One team, one
2: fight, baby. Yeah. yeah, and I
0: think too, like looking back on it,
2: like the supervisors that I look up to are people that have asked me to do maybe crappy things, yeah. but I'm happy to go do it because they're awesome supervisors that I know take care of me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're not asking me because they have some hidden agenda or something. They just it's a maybe a crappy thing to do. Just yeah. has to get done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's
0: so true. We were talking yeah. about this the other day of like, yeah, if that one person asks you to do it. You don't ask questions. You're like, he wouldn't have asked me or yeah. she wouldn't have asked me if they didn't need it to get done. And exactly. like, we're just going to do it. You yep. know? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, guys, I think that's a wrap, huh? Yeah. I think oh. the spa palette's waiting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: Cheers, gents. Sweet. Really appreciate cool. it. Thanks for having us. Awesome. Yeah. yeah thanks. thanks,
4: guys. Appreciate it. See you. We say goodbye. The next